Hello and welcome to uh, this first teaching on healing. Uh, I'm going to be doing these every week uh, on a Sunday night at 7 p.m. UK time. And I've got it on my heart to do some teaching on the subject of healing. We're calling these God's Word on healing. Uh, and we're also going to be praying, praying for this as necessary and uh, just showing you what the Word of God has to say on the subject. So especially if you need healing, I encourage you to get into these each week and to spend time on these and listening to the word. You see, a lot of times uh, healing isn't just about prayer. It's about getting the word of God. God's word is life to us. God's word brings healing and strength to us. And often, often people just uh, want to be, to, to be prayed for and just want to receive, but don't want to listen to the word of God. So we're combining the word teaching on the word on the subject with praying for people. And I just want to encourage people while you're while you're listening to, uh, you know, interact in the comments. As if you if you hear something that you believe, acknowledge that belief. Uh, Jesus often got people to acknowledge. I believe I believe. And especially as we begin to pray for people toward the end. So I'm going to teach the word first and then we're going to minister and pray pray for anyone who needs prayer. We're going to do this every week. And I believe that we're going to see people healed and people are going to receive from God in these sessions. But as, as I teach, and, and especially just when we're going to be praying for the sick, acknowledge your belief. Say, I believe that. You can say it verbally. I believe what is being taught. I believe the word of God on healing. I believe God is my healer. So tonight I, I want to talk about a subject that really we should know about, but maybe we don't know about as much as we, we should. I want to talk about the subject of life, the God of life. And we, we're going to just discover some amazing things. And don't, don't think you know all there is about life in the Bible. It, it, it is a massive topic right from Genesis, right through Revelation. The subject of life is a central theme. Uh, you know, God is the life giver. He's the source of life. And sometimes we, we, we think about eternal life just in the sense of uh, length of life and spiritual life. But I want you to begin to realize that God's life wants to touch every part of our being. God, God's life is available for every part of us. Uh, you know, the Bible even talks about the mind. It talks about the carnal mind is death, but the spiritual mind is life and peace. There's a life. The life of God is available to us. And I, I want you to get a revelation of this. I wonder, are we going to see some amazing things? And I believe that as we see the word of God, faith is going to arise in our hearts. And we're going to begin to get a greater revelation and, and open our hearts to God's life flowing into our entire being. The, as I said, the Bible is a message of life. Uh, right, from, right from Genesis. And we're going to see this all the way through to Revelation. And not only that, Jesus. Jesus came to give us life. Like I said, many people just think about that in terms of eternal life or spiritual life. But we're going we're gonna to realize that his life is available for, for so much more. And his life wants to touch our lives. The life of God can, can come into our bodies and produce healing, produce life. Uh, I'm, I'm going to show you some things and help you to understand that sickness, disease, uh, things not working properly in the body, it's a manifestation of death. That's a manifestation. Death is more than just an event that happens at the end of our physical lives. But you're going to see there is a kingdom of light 
which is the kingdom of life. In God's kingdom, in the light, there is life. But in the darkness, there is death. And, I, and, and as we to get a revelation of this, I want you to begin to understand that when, when you receive Jesus, when you are in the light, you are in the realm of life. And this is what God has for us. Like I said, all over, all over the Gospels, we see Jesus is connected to life. John, John, the book of John especially, John chapter 1 says, uh, verse 4, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. In him was life. And Jesus, even Jesus' disciples one day when, when you know, some people had left Jesus' ministry because they got offended at some things Jesus said. And Jesus said to his disciples, are you going as well? And he, they said to him, where are we going to go? You have the words of life. Uh, and, and in 1 John, 1 John chapter 1, as he begins the epistle, he tells us this. He says, this is the message that we have heard from the beginning. And, and he says that this is the message, the church message, the Christian message. And he goes on and, he, and in the first few verses, he talks about that, that, that the word of life and the life comes from God. See, God is life. And, and, and when we connect into him, when we get closer to him, the closer you get to God, the closer you get to life. Uh, and uh, that life can begin to, to drive death out of the body, can begin to produce life in, in, in parts of the body that are not working properly. Now, if you believe that, if you put your faith in that, and you begin to believe that God's life, God has put his life in me. Uh, when we receive Jesus, resurrection life comes into us. Uh, and the Bible says we are quickened or we are made alive in Christ. And God's life goes into our spirit. But it, I don't believe it was God's intention that that life just be contained only in our spirits. I believe God wants his life to begin to permeate throughout our entire being and drive death out of our, our beings and begin to manifest his life in our cells, in our organs, in every part of our body. The life of God is incredibly powerful. And when you begin to realize that as a Christian, you have been brought into life and you have been placed in an environment of life and you have been connected to the life giver himself. And you get a revelation of that and you begin to meditate on that and begin to speak that and begin to realize that the life of God will drive death out. The life of God will drive darkness out of the body, will drive darkness out of every part of our being. I believe this. And you're going to see that the life is the message that we are to preach. Sometimes we get very caught up and, we, you know, we focus on a particular part of the gospel message. And often we say, Jesus died for my sins. But there's more to it than that. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life. Jesus, he, he didn't just die for our sins. He came to give us life. Now, I'm going to help you understand why, why didn't we have this life? I want you to begin to realize this, that when in Genesis... When, 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 when man disobeyed God, you see, God had given man an instruction and in that instruction came light. See, God's word is light. So when God spoke to Adam and Eve, he gave them light. And in the light, there is life. But when you step 
out of the light, you step in darkness. And the Bible indicates that darkness is the realm of death. So when, when Adam and Eve stepped out of the light that God had given them, they stepped into darkness. And that is where death began to work in humanity. From that point forward, man was out of the light and they were disconnected from life. And, and, and by being disconnected from life, death began to work inside of us, in our bodies, in our spirits, in our minds, and in the creation around us. See, people have tried to figure out for a long time, why is there suffering on the earth? And it's because man was created to be connected to God. We were created to be connected into him. And when we became disconnected, we became disconnected from the life source. Get a revelation of this. Uh, in fact, you could liken it like this. You know, every, every being, every living being is created to live in a particular environment. You know, fish, they, they live in water. As long as a fish is in its natural environment, is in the, the environment that it was created to live in, as long as that fish is in the water, then it, it can survive. Okay. Well, obviously there's other factors it's to eat and things, but, but I'm talking about the atmosphere, the environment. If you take a fish out of water, it cannot survive. It'll die. And, 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 and as it dies, its body will suffer. And, 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 you know, I don't want to go into the details on that because it won't sound very nice. Okay. But human beings, we are created to live in the atmosphere of the earth, oxygen. Uh, and, and the only way we can survive outside of the atmosphere is we have to have a portable atmosphere with us, a spacesuit. Or if you go in the water, you need a diving suit and a breathing apparatus because we can't breathe outside. We cannot survive outside of the environment that we were created to live in. And this, the, the, there's more to this than we realize. This, this, I believe this, it's the same thing as true spiritually. We were created by God to be connected to him in the environment of light. Light. The, God's kingdom is a kingdom of light. And we were created to, to, to be in the light. We were not created. Our spirits were not created. Our bodies were not created to be able to survive in the environment of darkness. And when man stepped out of the light into the darkness, it was like a fish stepping out of water. It's like a, it was like a human being stepping out into space without a spacesuit. We can't survive. And death started to show up as a result. And, 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 and we've, been, we've been trying to live disconnected from God ever since. See, man doesn't, under, man, the pride, let's put it this way, the pride of man thinks that we are independent beings. We can survive independently. This is not true. This is not true. We have a creator. We were created by God and we were created to be connected to him, to, to be in his presence. We were created to be in the environment that he, that he lives in, which is the environment of light. God is light. And in light is life. So we, we, we were supposed to abide in that environment. But as we, as we stepped out of that, as we walked out of our environment that our spirits were created to live in, and we stepped, we, we became disconnected from life. And as we did, our bodies began to die. 
things began to show up that were not God's plan and intention for us. And we were not supposed to survive in that environment of darkness. And, and, and ever since then, ever since man stepped out of the light, he's been in the environment. <laughs> we don't realize this, that, that, that the environment around us that we were, that is normal to most of us. We, we, seeing suffering and sickness and problems is normal to us. We think that's normal. No, that is the consequence of humanity stepping out of the environment that God created us to survive in. And that's spring. And, and the Bible even talks about in Romans 8 that the whole creation groans because it has been subjected to corruption. Who subjected it? Well, man did in Genesis 1 when we stepped out of the light. And, and, and it had an effect on our entire natural world. And death began to show up, sickness, viruses, and, and, and problems, problems with the organs, body, body parts not growing properly. See, you, 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 you step out of your environment, things go wrong. But the, 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 in, in fact, I'll give you a scripture on this. I'm going to give you something on this now because I'm jumping ahead of myself. But I want, I want you to see how vital this is. We are to be created. We are to be connected. We were created. We were supposed to live in the atmosphere, the spiritual atmosphere and spiritual environment that God created us in. And, and the moment we stepped out of that, we began to suffer and suffocate and die. And our bodies, death began to show up because our bodies were not surviving. They were cut off from the life source. Now, let's let's look at a scripture here in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4. As you study the message of life, you will realize it is throughout the Bible. It, it, it is a dominant message in the Bible. It's not a side message. It's dominant. And in fact, at the end of the book of Revelation, when God has completed and, and finished the whole plan of everything he's been working, you'll find the Bible says there is no more death. But not only is there no more death, the Bible talks about, the, the, I believe in Revelation, it's a, it's a river of life or a spring of life. I know in, the, all, in Genesis, it was a tree of life. But there is a life source. And it says anyone can come and freely drink because we're supposed to be drinking up and, and drawing life from him. We don't have life in ourselves. It comes from him. He is the source of it. And if we become disconnected, things start to go wrong. So if you begin to realize that, then you begin to understand that the, the way to fix things is to get back into the right environment. The way to fix things, the way for things to start going right again is to get directly connected in and as closely connected in to the life source again so that his life can begin to flow into us. Let's look here in Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17. And 18, it says this, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind. So he's saying that once you become a believer, we shouldn't walk like the Gentiles walk. Now, he's about to tell us how the Gentiles walk. Verse 18, having their understanding, their understanding darkened. Now, notice there's darkness in the understanding. And notice this phrase, being alienated from the life of God. 
being alienated. That word alienated means cut off and separate from. If you're alienated from something or someone, you're, you're cut off from them. You're separated from them. Now, this in Ephesians 4, it's telling us that the Gentiles who don't know God, because they are in, in a place of darkness in their understanding, it, it, that, that, that they are living the natural life cut off from the life of God. In other words, there's no flow of God's life into them. And, and, and the passage goes on and it talks about blindness in the heart. Uh, the blindness is an indication of darkness. They can't see. Why? Because they're in the dark. Uh, you know, when Jesus came to this earth, the Bible says this, is that the people who sat in darkness have seen a great life, a great light. And those who sat in the region and the shadow of death. See, those who sat in darkness were also in the region of death. That's what that verse shows us. Uh, those who sat in, the, uh, in darkness were in the region and shadow of death. And it says a light has dawned. See, what, what did when Jesus came into this earth, he was the light. He still is the light. And with light came life. You know, even in the natural world, scientists tell us that light is necessary for life. That's a natural law, but it's more than that. It's a spiritual law. It, 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 life in the spirit, spiritual life requires light. And that is why before God created anything on this earth, the first thing he said is let there be light. Light came first, then God began to, to create life on, in the natural world because light is necessary for life. And, and, and you'll find light and life connected over and over again in the Bible. I quoted one earlier, Jesus, John chapter one, verse four, in him was life and the life was the light of men. See, when God, when you step into the kingdom of light, you step into life. And, and you become connected in again to that life. So we've seen here in Ephesians 4, when, 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 when we don't know God, when a person doesn't know God, they are alienated, they're separated, they are disconnected from the life of God. And that's not a good place to be, because when you are disconnected from the life source, death begins to show up. If people want to know why there's so much death on the planet, it's because we are disconnected. Humanity has been disconnected. Hum human beings think they can, they can survive by themselves outside of the environment of God. It's not true. Can't. Cannot do it. Uh, you see, Jesus came to fix this. Jesus didn't just come to forgive you of your sins. Thank God he did forgive us of our sins, but he didn't just come to do that. He came to transfer you out of darkness back into light, back in. In fact, let me read you a couple of passages here. John chapter 5, verse 24. John chapter 5, verse 24 says this. Now, stay with me. Get a revelation of this. Let this build faith in your heart. Because especially if you're a Christian, if you begin to realize I'm back in the life, I'm connected to the life source, you begin to meditate on that. You begin to speak that over your life and you begin to say, Father, I thank you that I am in the light and there is life in the light and death has to go out of my body when I'm in the light. 
<laughs> you begin to thank God for that. Spend time on that, camp on that, and let life flow throughout every part of your being, the life of God. But anyway, let's read this in John chapter 5, verse 24. It says this, most assuredly, Jesus, Jesus is speaking here. So this, these words, this is the word of life being spoken here by Jesus himself. John 5, 24, most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in me, sorry, believes in him who sent me, has everlasting life. Now, well, yes, there is everlasting life too, but there's more to life than just everlasting. Okay, but here he refers to everlasting and shall not come into judgment. Now, notice this last phrase of the verse, but has passed from death into life. It says if someone hears and believes in him, they have passed. That word passed in, in, in the original Greek, it means to transfer from one place to another. It's talking about moving. A change of location takes place when you leave Jesus. When you hear the word and you believe the word and you receive Jesus into your life, you, you don't just get forgiven of your sins and then remain in the same environment that you were before. There is a transfer of location that takes place. We are taken out of darkness. We, and, and here he says, we have passed or we are moved from death into life. We, uh, that's a location change that has taken place. Moved from death, from an environment where death has dominion, an environment where death rules. And we are moved into an environment where death has no dominion and death does not rule. And we are moved into an environment where life has dominion and life is able to flow. Colossians 1 says it this way. Colossians 1.13 says, He has delivered us from the power of darkness. He's delivered us. He's rescued us. That when it talks about being delivered, he rescued us. Jesus, it's like Jesus said they can't rescue themselves. They're in an environment of darkness. We need somebody to go out there and go get them for us and bring them back into the environment of light and life. We were stuck in that environment of darkness. We couldn't get out of it ourselves. And it says here, he delivered us. He rescued us from the power, the dominion, the authority of darkness. He brought us out of the jurisdiction of darkness. And it says he conveyed us, transferred us. That word conveyed, again, it has the same idea to move from one location to another. We were taken out of the environment of death and into the environment of life. God didn't just give you life. He put you in the environment of life. He connected you back into the life flow. He put you back in the light where spiritual life is able to function and flow into you again. But you see, because many of us haven't realized the depth of this, because many of us haven't got the full revelation of this, we, we haven't quite walked in the benefits of it. The enemies try to get people stuck in their minds. Their minds become a blockage that blocks that life flowing because we think and we believe wrong. We still think we have to be subject to darkness and subject to death. But here's the good news. He has taken me out of the environment that death has dominion. And he's put me into the environment of life. 
Put your faith on that. Begin to believe God. Begin to say, I, darkness has no rights over me. And that means death. The, the, the power of death to harm and, and to bring sickness to the body has no power over me anymore. And, and I've been brought into an environment of life. I love that. That, that is so powerful. Let me look at one thing. I'm not going to teach a long time in these, in these healing teachings. I'm going to keep these a little bit shorter than some of my other teachings. Because we're also going to, I want these to, we're going to minister to people. We're going to pray for people. And we're going to release our faith healing to take place after I finish teaching here. Uh, but let's, let's look at something. Let's just quickly go. I want you to begin to, I want you to see this in Genesis 2. I've got just a couple more scriptures I'm going to look at. Genesis chapter two. This is this is part of the creation of man. Now, you see, God spoke in Genesis one. God spoke many things into being. He said, let there be light and, and let there be. And he spoke a lot of things. But Genesis two tells us something interesting about man. Genesis two, verse seven says this. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. Now, that's talking about the body, the natural body. Our body, he says he formed it. He, 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 he made it, shaped it out of the dust of the ground, out of the natural elements. But you see, that body by itself had no life. It was just a model. <laughs> he formed it and he shaped it. But then he did something to that body, which brought it to life. In, form, in Genesis 2 verse 7, God, the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils. Who's doing the breathing here? God. You know, in, in medicine, they talk about you know, giving, resuscitating someone, giving them the breath of life. This is the breath of life of God himself. This is where you need to realize where did life come from? What, what caused life to go into the physical body in the first place? It was the breath of God. This is an impartation of his life into us and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. God breathed life into that body that he had shaped. And, that, and then it says, and man became a living being. That is what brought that, that form that God had shaped into life. That's where life came from. It was the breath of God. Without that, it would have just been just been a shape, a shaped, would have had the shape of a person, but there would have been no life in it. See, this is where life comes from. We've got to realize he, God, is the source of life. We don't have life in ourselves. We have the life that he has imparted to us. But if we become disconnected from him, that flow of life cuts off and things begin to go wrong. This is why the Bible tells Christians that once you have received Jesus, walk in the light. See, if we step back into walking in darkness, things begin to go wrong again because th things are not flowing right again properly. Once Jesus has transferred you back into light, the Bible says walk in the light. Stay, abide. The closer you walk into God, the more connected you are to him, the more connected you are to the life source. And that life from God will flow into us. Jesus in John 15, we don't have to turn there. But in John 15, the way Jesus put it is, is like this. He says, I am the vine. You are the branches. Okay. Now, if you, if you disconnect branch 
from a tree. It that 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 branch will die unless it's unless it's planted in the ground and is able to create its own roots. But if you just disconnect it and you leave it on the side, the life may survive in it for a little bit of time. It, it, it may, you know, it won't instantly dry up and shrivel up because there is a real flow of life in that branch that has been there, but now it's become disconnected. So if you leave it there for a day or two days or three days or four days, it dies. And Jesus showed us that in order for us to function and flourish properly, we have to stay connected in. He said, I am the vine and you are the branches. There is a flow that goes from the vine into the branches or a flow that goes from the tree trunk or, 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 or the, 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 the core of the, the plant. I don't know the right words that goes into the branches. And those branches can only survive when they are connected in. This is how it functions with us. There, there, there is a flow of life. There is a flow of God's life that has to come into each one of us. That has It's got to be an open channel that con constantly flows. We were created to be connected. Uh, and, and even as a Christian, see, the one thing your enemy wants to do more than anything else is, is get you to not, not, you know, is to receive Jesus, but not maintain a walk with him and to really stay connected. And, 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 and many times people wonder why things are not working properly in their Christian lives. And, and often one of the reasons, I'm not saying it's the only reason, but one of the reasons is they're not maintaining the connection with the vine. And this is, this is why Jesus said, abide in me. It, 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 abide in me. You know, in, in Revelation, again, let me refer to this one again, when it talks about drinking the, the, from the, the, was it the river of the stream, the river of life. Okay. It says, whosoever will can come and drink. That implies we need multiple drinks. That implies drink once, drink again, drink again. It doesn't say come have one sip and you'll never have to drink of it again. See, we're supposed to constantly receive and draw from his life if we want to maintain life in our bodies and in our being, entire beings. That connection, that's right, amen. Receive that flow of life. Begin to receive it and begin to say, Father, I thank you. There is a flow of life that's going into me. And I thank you that as I, as, as I, as I walk with you, as, as I abide with you each day, thank him every day. Begin to say, Father, your life, I thank you that I connect in with you right now. And, I, and I'm drinking of the water, river of life and the water of life and I'm receiving from that. And I thank you, Father God, that there's that life is flowing into me each day. Don't, don't ever disconnect. Don't spend a day, don't spend a week or a month disconnected from the life flow. But speak it out and thank God and recognize that flow of life. God is life. Romans chapter 4 says this, talk, calls him, it, it, talking about Abraham, Romans 4.17. I won't quote the whole verse, but it says, God who gives life to the dead. God, not only does God give life, he has the power to give life to the dead. The Bible uses the word to quicken or to make alive. This is the wonderful news. Even when death has, has already worked its way into body parts and is showing up in the cells and death is working, God has the power to bring it back to life. 
He has the power to, 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 to not just give life in the first place, but to resurrect and make alive again parts of the body and parts of our being that, that, that have been suffering in the wrong environment. So I want to encourage you. Like I said, I'm not going to teach as much. In a moment, I'm going to pray for people. And, and, and if you say, receive as we pray and acknowledge you believe. And, and, and I want to encourage people to keep coming. Get under the word of God. Get under the word of life. I'm going to spend a, bit, a few weeks on the subject of life. We're going to look at some different things about it. Because I, I believe as Christians, we need a far greater revelation of, of the life of God. We've not heard enough about this. It's such a dominant message from Genesis to Revelation. It is so dominant in why Jesus came. It is so strongly emphasized in the New Testament. This is why I cannot understand when, when Christians or any, any people who say they're preaching the Christian message preach a message of death. It's as a message of life. And, and, and if we begin to see that and we begin to see more, and get a greater revelation and begin to realize again, like I said, don't be a fish out of water disconnected. Get into the environment you were created to live in. Abide, stay, dwell in that environment of light and life and let and draw from and drink from the river of life on a daily basis. Let that life flow into you on an ongoing basis and because it will do inside of you what it needs to do. It'll bring things back to life. Wherever the river of life, wherever the water of life goes, wherever the, the word of life goes in your entire being, it will produce life. Amen. So, so let's, let's pray. I'm going to pray for people here. And if you need prayer for, for healing, and I understand this is the first one I'm doing of these, so maybe not many, as many people know about it. But I want to encourage you, invite people to come and listen to these. And so, some people can't always make the time that I'm doing, so they might watch afterwards, and that's fine. I understand that. But even, even if you're not watching this live, connect up with this prayer as I begin to pray for people. And, I, and, I, and, and we're going to stand. And those of you who are healthy and healed, if, you, if, if you're somewhere where you can pray with us right now, stand in agreement. Let's agree together. Let's agree. I'm believing God that as we teach on healing, as we teach the word of God, God's word on healing, I believe healing is going to manifest. I believe we're going to get testimonies. I believe people are going to receive and be touched by, by the life and the power of God going into their bodies. There's no distance in the realm of the spirit. It doesn't matter if I'm in my home and you're in your home. We're connected right now. We can speak that life. So pray with me right now and stand with me and let's begin to pray. Anybody here, if you're sick, I'm going to just pray a general prayer. But wherever you are, like I said, acknowledge you can verbally and just say, Father, I believe this word. I believe what was spoken. Acknowledge verbally your belief. That's what Jesus got people to do. He would say, do you believe? And he was looking for a verbal acknowledgement. I believe this. Now connect up. We're going to stand in agreement with you. So this isn't just me praying with for you. This is you, me agreeing with you. So pray with me. Connect into this prayer. So let's let's pray right now. And I'm going to pray for for for, for everyone listening. And, and Father God, I, we just we thank you for the word. I thank you for the word of life. I thank you for the 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 truth and the message of life. And Father God, I lift up the people who are listening to this, whether they're listening live now or people who are listening afterwards. And, and, and I just I pray for them, Father God. I stand in agreement and I ask for the manifestation of your life. I pray that your life begins to flow into bodies right now and into minds and, and, and into people's beings. Everybody who's listening, I pray that your life 
flows into them, Father God. I pray for the touch of life and, and, and bring cells and organs back to life. Bring body parts back to life. I believe you do miracles, Father God. I believe there's no limits to what you can do. I believe that you're able. God is able. God is able. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above what we could ask, think, dream, or imagine. And I believe that, Father God. And, and I thank you. And, I, and Father God, I speak that life. I speak life into everybody that, that's here right now. I speak life into organs. And Father God, life into people's blood. And I thank you that death, in the name of Jesus Christ, you have to leave. Death that's trying to work in people's body, I rebuke you. You leave in the name of Jesus. And you, move, you, you pack up and you ship out because you have no place in the body of a believer. You have no place in the life of a believer. And I thank you, Father God, that your life is working. Your life manifests in people's body right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And we receive that. We give you the glory and the honor. And we thank you that it's done. And we continue to speak it. And we receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, I'm just going to do one more thing just before we finish here. Just as I was praying, uh, I just had on my heart that, you know, you might be listening to this teaching and you might not even know Jesus. You, you, you know, someone might have shared this and you might have thought, wow, I have never heard church preaching like that before. All I've ever heard is, you know, the negative stuff. And, and, and you might not have realized that Jesus came to give you life. Jesus said, I, I, am, I, I, am, I am here, I've come to give you life. And his life is available to you right now as well. And right now, wherever you are, if you're listening to this, you, you can receive Jesus. And with receiving him, you can receive an impartation of life. He will bring resurrection power into your spirit. What I've just taught about, how he will transfer you out of darkness and into light. It doesn't take years to transfer you out of darkness into life. It's instantaneous. In the moment you put your faith in Jesus, he said, oh, you, you will pass from death into life. And, and that'll, at first, that'll be a manifestation of life in your spirit. And you can receive healing in your body at the same time. But, but, but that life then can begin to move throughout your entire being. And you will be, you, you, so, so let's pray. I'm going to pray with anybody. If you don't know Jesus, I'm going to pray this with you. I want you, I, I want you to pray this prayer out loud with me if you do not know Jesus. And, 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 and receive him into your life. So pray this. Just pray these words with me. I'll say them slowly. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And I recognize that you are the source of life. I recognize that man cannot live disconnected from you, Lord God. And I ask you to come into my life. I thank you that you sent your son Jesus so that I could be forgiven of sin and so that I could have life. I thank you that Jesus died on the cross, but he didn't just die. He was raised from the dead to life. And I open my heart right now to receive Jesus and I make him the Lord of my life. I bow my knee to the Lordship of Christ and I recognize that, that I need him in my life. And I thank you that, that right now, because I've done that, I have been born again and I've received Jesus. I've been transferred out of darkness into life in the name of Jesus. Now, if you prayed that prayer with me, 
If you received Jesus, if you prayed that, message us. Let us know. You see, we're part of a body. We can teach you how to, how, to, how to become connected into the vine. We can stand with you. Christians, we stand together. We're a body. We, we, it doesn't matter what, what country, what race, doesn't, gender, it doesn't matter. In the body of Christ, we are one body. And if you've just prayed that prayer, you've become part of the family. So message us and let us know. Message us on YouTube or Facebook or through the website. Or somehow, just let us know and, 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 and get in contact so that we can, we can help you some more and show you more how to walk in the life of God. So thank you for joining us. God bless you. And just like I said, every week at the same time, I want to encourage you to join us. And I believe that as the word is taught, I believe that there is a healing anointing on this word. I believe healing will minister into people's bodies as we teach. And I believe the more we do this, that we get more and more testimonies. So, so agree with me and come expecting each week in the name of Jesus. God bless you. And uh, we will see you again soon for some more.